clearly understood. So I want to try and make it as understandable as possible. Keep it simple. Water baptism is primarily, if not exclusively, a New Testament concept. The word baptize, baptized, baptism, it's found throughout the New Testament, especially in the Gospels and in Acts. Scripture speaks of a spiritual baptism, and Scripture speaks of a water baptism. One relates to the other. Today we'll focus on water baptism. Question we're often asked. Why do we even baptize in water? Good question. Valid question. Why do we do that? If you've been here for any length of time, you know the answer to that, but it doesn't hurt to refresh our memories. Matthew 28. Go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands or instructions that I have given you. These are the words of Jesus himself. They're in red. <laughs> and the words of Jesus in Scripture to his disciples as he was preparing to ascend back to the Father was, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. Hey, these are church-building words. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus did not leave them to figure out on their own, well, how are we supposed to go about building his church? He went back to heaven. So Jesus gave them some very simple but spelled out instructions. This is how you will build my church. You will go and you will make disciples. What does that mean? Well, you share the gospel with them. And you baptize those who receive and embrace it. That will be a physical sign that they have put their trust in me. Then you begin teaching them everything that I have taught you. Chris Firestein exalted the word of God when he was up here. We exalt the word of God here. We base everything we believe and do on that word. Jesus' words are in there. And the words of the prophets, the Old Testament prophets and so on, we follow that word. Evangelize, baptize, teach. That's how we make disciples. That's how we build the church. Simple. Because we need simple. The answer to why do we even baptize is very simple. We baptize because we're followers of Jesus and Jesus told us to. It's a part of the disciple-making process. It's a part of becoming or being a follower of Christ. It's a part of building the church. Baptism, the words of Jesus, is an integral part of that. Jesus told the church to baptize those who come to know him. Therefore, by implication, those who come to know Jesus are to be baptized. If you're here and you haven't been water baptized since you've become a Christian, or maybe since you have recommitted your life as a Christian, it's something to seriously consider. It's really not optional. That's what's about to happen here today very shortly. Just want to take a very quick look at some examples in Scripture of how the church began to follow Jesus' command to baptize and make disciples. Now, the setting for this is Peter preached a sermon at Pentecost. Many people were touched by his sermon, and they asked, what must we do to be saved? Or, brothers, what should we do? That's the setting for this passage. So when the people heard this, Peter's sermon, they were cut to the heart, 
They were convicted by the Holy Spirit. And they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? The, the English translation does not do it justice. It's a crisis. It's a panic. They realized they had crucified the Lord Jesus Christ, and they were in trouble, and they were not saved. Brothers, what, what can we do to remedy this situation? Peter replied, repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And those who accepted his message, those who believed that, they were baptized. The church had immediately begun to follow Jesus' instructions, baptize those who become my followers, baptize those who accept the gospel message and salvation in my name. One important note in this passage, it's repent and then be baptized. Baptism in Scripture is always to those who willingly repent of their sins, put their trust in Jesus, salvation by faith, then knowingly of their own free will, they make the decision to be baptized. Scripture is very clear on that process. It's to be a choice on the part of the person being baptized after they've accepted Jesus. We're often asked here in this church why we do not baptize babies. Valid question. With an answer. It's primarily because when a person is baptized as a baby, somebody else made that choice for them. They did not make their own choice. Scripture is clear. It's the choice of the person being baptized for it to be meaningful, for it to be legitimate. All those being baptized today have requested of their own free will to be baptized. Another example, Acts 8.12. Now, the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, the gospel message. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Acts chapter 9, 15 through 18. Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and he was baptized. Apostle Paul was baptized. After his conversion and his healing, the Apostle Paul was immediately baptized. Water baptism. Exact same thing we're doing today, though probably not in a portable baptistry in a church somewhere. Wherever there was water is where they dunked them. We could talk of the Ethiopian government official accepted the gospel message when Philip was talking to him. And he said, hey, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? They baptized him. Lydia and her whole household, the Philippian jailer and his whole household, all the other converts under Paul's ministry in Philippi, water baptized. When folks accepted the message of faith in, in Ephesus, they were baptized. In Corinth, they were baptized. All through the New Testament, repent, faith in Christ, be baptized. That's why we baptize. It's not something we dreamed up and thought, wouldn't this be fun? Put a swimming pool in front of the church and dunk people the whole way under. No, we're following the Lord's command to baptize. When folks accepted the message of faith in Jesus as Savior and Lord, the church then baptized them. That's what we do. Here's another question. We're, we're moving towards the close. But So does water baptism even have a purpose? Why, why water baptism? How does that even fit the salvation scenario? 
Water baptism, the purpose, is an outward expression of what has already happened to the person inwardly when they receive Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. The purpose in baptism is that it's an outward expression. It's witnessing something. It's representing something. It's symbolic. Here at CCF, we baptize by full immersion. That means we put the person all the way under. We completely immerse the person. And the reason is because of the symbolic nature of baptism. It's a representation. It represents something. Going down into the water symbolizes us dying with Christ on the cross. Death to the old life. A dying to our old selfish life. It's a picture of being buried with Christ. Burying that stuff from the past. Burying who we were before we met Christ. And if you've been baptized, that's a good feeling. Get that stuff behind and get it out of your life forever. He forgets our sins. He never remembers our sins against us, buries them in the deepest ocean. As far as east is from the west, he removes our sins from us. Water baptism doesn't do that. He does that, but water baptism symbolizes it. Are you with me? If anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Coming up out of the water symbolizes us being raised to new life in Christ. We're born again. We got new life now. We're, we're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. That doesn't actually happen in the tank. In the tank, we're representing that that has already happened when you trusted Jesus as your Savior. Water baptism is a physical action that symbolizes a spiritual truth. We'll end this devotional with this. Water baptism does not save a person. Trusting in Jesus does. Water baptism does not grant us eternal life. Asking Jesus to come into your life and be your Savior does. That's what brings us eternal life. Everybody getting in the tank today has already witnessed of their salvation in Jesus, and now they're going to evidence it to you through water baptism. You don't get saved by getting baptized. You get baptized because you already got saved. Are we good? Okay, we're going to have a brief greeting time as we prepare for the baptism. There's some things we have to do up here. So just greet one another. Greet somebody that you haven't talked to for a while. See how they're doing. 